On April 6th, 1974, Black Sabbath played out the heavy metal, gripping songs that had sold them millions of albums, War Pigs, Children of the Grave, and Paranoid. This concert is recorded and documented thanks to the Ontario Motor Speedway, where Black Sabbath played in front of, I believe, probably 300,000 people. Hey, uh, no one died at this concert, by the way. Not a single soul. Yes. It's a very small golf clap for Black yes. Sabbath. Yes. Congratulations, um, guys. There you go. Uh, at this point in time, Sabbath had recorded just five albums in four years' time. And I said just. I mean, well, actually, not just. It's a lot of albums in four years. Along with constantly touring, fatigue would set in in the months that followed. Sabbath's bassist, Geezer Butler, said that we hadn't stopped touring and recording for five years. We needed to go home and become normal for a few weeks. This normalcy, however, had left the band with an urgency for money and a difficult way to obtain it. The band would constantly have to ask their manager at the time, Patrick Meehan, for the money to help them sustain life. Geezer Butler also stated that we never had more than $1,000 in our bank at a time. Hey, man, that means I'm doing better than Black Sabbath right now. Dude, let's count for inflation. Okay. Never mind. Probably still doing better. (laughs) Oh, yeah, maybe. Um, this led the band to fire me in, which resulted in a protracted legal battle, battle and a bitter struggle that threatened to derail their career. Uh, it was a period that Butler described as total chaos, but out of this chaos would produce one of the arguably greatest and most influential albums in rock and metal history. And the last classic album Sabbath would make with Ozzy and like the other guys, uh, obliquely Humorous comment on the forces bearing down on the band was sabotage. Josh, this is the Dead Wax Podcast. Yes. Are you ready? I am ready. About Sabbath. Now, this is the the strange choice. Not not strange, but like not something everyone would talk about. This album. Yeah. So, I mean, when I feel like most casual fans of this band talk about like you know their favorite albums i this is probably not listed you know for most people right i, I think most casual fans are going to go with you know paranoid, paranoid maybe or uh maybe master, master of, reality. of reality yeah yeah maybe the first one usually it's the like the first one, three the first three some people volume four some people volume four some very rarely do you hear sabbath or Eve, sabbath i hear more sabbath, i hear more of sabbath bloody sabbath do you yes yeah 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 i think it's just rated higher in general Really? Yeah, okay. Which is strange. Okay. Because I, 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 spoiler, I do like this one more. I like this album a lot, actually. Yeah, this is a, it's got this is a really bangers. good album. Certified bangers. Yeah. Certified bangers. Now, if you are on your mobile device, you are not driving, you are at home, you are sitting, um, you are safe, uh, you need to go on Google or Spotify or whatever uh, and look at the album cover for Sabotage. Because as far as I remember, the story of that was they were going to do test photos for the album or something like that, or test or just band photos or something, and that's why they're wearing the outfits they are. Right. Like I believe Tony Iommi is wearing his wife's. Uh, was it um, her uh, pants or something? Uh, underwear, I believe. Or one underwear of them. Or something? I, I think if I'm not, one of them's wearing like women's underwear. It okay. might be geezer. I think Maybe. it's Geezer. I want to say it it's Geezer. Geezer yeah. I, I know Tony Iommi's wearing his wife's something. Or, yeah. or it might be the uh, coat. O- coat Ozzy's wearing, wearing like a robe. Like we just know what? a robe. If you want, check right behind you. It might be over there um, somewhere. Maybe in that middle pile. We're checking the uh, record catalog. 
But yeah, the uh, the album cover is pretty. Uh, honestly, I think some people have considered it one of the worst Sabbath album covers, and I think it is one of the best. Yeah, so it looks like Geezer's wearing like the tight red pants, and I gotcha. think on the back you can see there you see go. through the pants. There and it looks go. like women's underwear. Yeah, so Antonio Iommi, that jacket, the jacket is the is his wife's. Man, this yeah. I love this album p- photo because it's just like you know they're all standing there, and Tony Iommi's just like sitting there. And or you can wait, tell. Did I say Tony Iommi? Yeah. So there's I meant, Tony. I meant to say. Um, Bill Ward, I guess. Is uh, that yeah, Bill, Bill Ward? Ward okay, yeah. so wait, who, so hold on. Is Bill Ward wearing? Bill Ward's the one wearing the tight, like red pants with yes. the women's underwear. Okay, on the so back. Bill Ward is okay, yeah. not Geezer Butler. Okay, so Geezer Butler. Geezer's just standing he's there, wearing pretty, dressed pretty normal for the time, I'd say. I guess so. Okay. I mean, it doesn't look too like out of place. Yeah, I like I a mixed blue them up. blazer. I think the know. blue or the red underneath is his wife's. Someone's wearing Could their be. wife's clothing. I can't remember. I, I want to say it's it's Bill Ward, but I don't know for sure. Maybe but, both. But Tony Iommi's just like sitting there. Like He's just sitting there, dude. Probably just stoned out of his probably. mind. I mean, they all probably are. Oh, yeah. Point. But but Ozzy's here with, you know. He's wearing the uh, colloquial. With the, oh, the high heel I boots. I did not even notice he was wearing high heels until just now. Yeah. No no wonder he looks so much taller than the rest of them. Yeah. What yeah. a great album cover, man. It is a great album cover. I love it's how just the, so odd. I know. And I know, love like, how the mirror is not reflecting them. It's, um, it's, it's just them again, but slightly discolored. Yeah. Like, that's not how a mirror works, but it's, like, awesome yeah, anyway. Yeah, that's it. Like, uh, there's, a, there's a band called Camaro Smith. It's, like, a stoner metal band from the early 2000s. They yeah. they did an album cover that's that album cover, but just their name. Of the Sabotage? Yeah. Okay. And, like, so it's, it's, it's more liked than one would leave you to believe. Like, critics at the time would leave you to believe. I think it's a better album cover than, like, I think it's better than volume... Yeah, four. and I think it's better, better than, than um, the other two after this. Uh, Technical Ecstasy and uh, Technical Ecstasy's got by far the worst album yeah. cover. I yeah. mean, just it, like a robot. It's supposed to be, I guess, two robots like having yeah, sex or it something. Is. It is. I yeah. guess that's what. And then the I think Never Say Die is worse. It's just two dudes in a pilot. I, I like Never Say Die like personally. It? I think it I, makes I you know like pretty much. cool picture. Yeah. And then, but the best one is probably Sabbath Play Sabbath. I was gonna say the first one. The first one's the first good. One's the really the first good. two are good. Well, Paranoid's Paranoid, weird. Par- Paranoid is like in the middle for me. Yeah, Paranoid um, is. I guess yeah. the story behind that was like it's supposed I think to be called the War Pigs. The story is better than the album cover. Yeah. It's supposed know? to be War yeah. Pigs, but then they wrote Paranoid yeah. and everything became Paranoid. Yeah. After that, but. And uh, it, it'd be pretty funny if it was called War Pigs. They'd probably actually fit better, but yeah. Paranoid's still cool. I mean, you could kind of give it the argument that the guy's paranoid running around, you know, but yeah, but, I, I like the first album's the most. Yeah. Very cryptic. This one, I don't know if they've ever said what the original cover was supposed to be or what it was supposed to be intended. I don't know. I read and I did not I see just know about like that. I think they showed up for a photo shoot and it ended up being for the album cover. You know what actually? I think I remember re- reading that um it was they were going to change it but it was too late. Yeah. And they left it with that. And I'm kind of glad they did because I don't know what it would have been though. Are they probably it might be somewhere where they would have documented that. I just I just don't know. I just don't know. I think we're going to look real quick while we're talking. So, yeah, Sabbath. And this was 1975, right? Yes. 75. So in between 70 and 75, they've put out five albums, including this one, I guess. Yeah, this this yeah, was the fifth, the fifth one? one. Yeah. yeah. Wow, man. No, no, no. This is or the six. sixth. This is six. Six. So five years, six albums. Yeah. That's a lot of albums. Cause I guess they started... Wait, 
No, uh, you yeah, said yeah, this yeah. came out in 75? Five, yeah. And so you had so two in 70. You had two in 70. You had Paranoid and their first in 70. Okay, and I was then, thinking the first one came out in 69. Yeah, but I and guess then you had 70. Master of Reality and then Volume 4 and then Sunday, or the Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, and then this. So I think that's six. That sounds right to me. But I might, I might be wrong. I'm not sure. Pretty sure. But go ahead while I'm looking at a couple things. Talk yeah. about kind of when you were first introduced oh, to Black man. Sabbath Dude. and like how oh, you man. got into That's them. one of those bands that you hear everywhere when you're a child growing up around like rock music. Like, um, oh, I have a good, you know what? I have a good story um, for that. Um, the first time, I won't say, I can't necessarily remember the first time I heard a Black Sabbath song, but I can tell you the first time I played a Black Sabbath song. And this would have been at Jason Fowler's music when it was lessons instead of the mainstream music club. It was okay. when he had it for lessons. And I was there, and actually my friend Gavin and his cousin were the guitar and bass player uh, for this like band we were doing in store. And then I was the drummer in one of the songs we played. I think the only song I even remember playing was Paranoid because it's like an easy song to play on every instrument, really. And um, so we played Paranoid, and the Jason Fowler sang the song while we were playing it. Really? Cool. Okay. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of as far back as when I first even heard a Sabbath song, I think. Like, obviously, I feel like you've heard it before on the radio, and you just didn't. Right. Because, like, I remember playing it and, like, already knowing kind of what it was, but I don't know where I had heard it. But, I, I yeah, I had played And this was in um, sixth grade. Okay. So how old was a uh, sixth grader? 12, 11, 12? Probably. So it was, like, 12. Yeah, that was the first time I heard a Sabbath song. I played nice. one anyway. Nice. Yeah, where's the first time you heard a Sabbath song? So, it's probably when I was about, I want to say maybe like nine or ten, mm-hmm. maybe somewhere in there. I'm sure I, it was probably like Iron Man or something on the radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, say. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I can remember going and buying like, um, it was their greatest hits album. Mm-hmm. It's the red one and it was like just the Ozzy stuff. Or whatever. Okay. It was like from 70 to 78, whatever okay. the Aussie years were. But I bought that, and like that was kind of like one of the first like CDs I was like really into, you know? Mm-hmm. And that had like all the cool songs like Paranoid and Iron Man. But it made me mad because Iron Man was an edited version. How'd they, how'd they edit it? They took out like... So you know, or? so you know how the beginning has eight yeah. bass drum yeah, hits, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They cut it down to four before the guitars come in, okay. and then they cut out it's not like too bad, I guess. Well, no, they cut out like almost the entire ending section, like you know where it starts with the the fast like uh tom, yes, you know, yeah, yeah, beats yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. They cut do, do, that do, down, do, 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 and yeah. it just fades out there. Oh, that's weird. Like no, it that's doesn't worse. Yeah, yeah and it, it cuts out like a portion of like the the main like song too. I can't Isn't remember. Isn't that exactly well? It but. ends with like the do 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 do. It goes Yeah, yeah, Almost all that all stuff was gone. cut out, wow. and it just wow. fades why out. Do, why would they do that? I'm that's not strange. sure because that's like one of the biggest songs. Other, yeah, and there was yeah. no. From my knowledge, I don't think there was ever a radio edit of that song. Why? I mean, yeah, I, why I, would there be, right? Anytime they play the song, it's the full song. Yeah. I've never heard like yeah. a, a cut-down version of it on a radio. Either, yeah. So I'm not sure why they decided to like cut it down. It, yeah. It's, you know, it was on CD, that so it's weird. like... Yeah, there's like no reason. You're like, not saving for airtime. Right. Like, yeah. and, and it's like, you know, a lot of times they might cut it down on like a vinyl release just for right, space. For space on it, but it's a CD. But this was a yeah. CD that came yeah. out and like... Yeah. 
mid 2000s so it was like there's no reason they should have cut that down but i mean that had like all of the cool songs on it and i from this album in particular it had a hole in the sky symptom of the universe probably be on it right no really i think the only song from this album was hole in the sky wow yeah that's surprising but i mean like you know you're putting together like a i don't know 13 14 song greatest hits album from black sabbath You kind of gotta. You gotta. Pick and choose. Yeah, yeah, you really. gotta make some choices yeah, there. And if so. you're one to represent yeah. like every album, yeah, then I guess you know. You gotta pick the. These yeah. songs are, are for the most part longer too on sabotage, so it's they like are. you know they yeah. picked that one. Something but the universe is seven minutes. No, uh, seven yeah, minutes probably something, somewhere something in there. like that. Yeah, okay. But that was probably like the first time I really got yeah. into the band, and you know like what? I said, I was probably like eleven then. You know and then after I, that, it was like, I remember now that <laughs> that we've been talking. So this is not like a introduction to Black Sabbath, but this is an introduction to Iron Man. I just thought of this. Yeah. people in elementary school would say, I am the ice cream man uh-huh. running over fat kids in my van. I'm pretty sure I heard that too. And like, I didn't even know what Iron Man was. I think I heard of that first. Yeah. So they'd be like, I am the ice cream man running over fat kids in my van. Yeah. So there you go. That's that's where I stand right here. But yeah. How mature. How yeah. mature of me. But yeah, man. Over. I got that Greatest Hits album, and then it was like, after that, I think after that I went and bought Paranoid just so I could have the full version of, you know, Iron Man. Yeah. And then you listen to that, you. and you That's just keep weird, going man. from there. Fading it out right there. That's super strange. It's It was a weird huh. choice. Yeah. And now, actually, in Iron Man, you, you know how they got the vocal effect on his voice? Do you remember? I think, I think he speaks to a in, fan. In a fan, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's right. Yeah, speaks in a fan. Yeah, there you go. How they were breaking new ground, speaking into fans. I remember it took me a while to kind of get into all the albums yeah. from Black Sabbath. Yeah. Like, for the most part, I was only kind of listening to, like, Paranoid and maybe that mm-hmm. Greatest Hits. Yeah. But after, like, I don't know where I heard for the first time, like, this album. Yeah. But I think it might have been this album that kind of made me go back really? and listen to all nice. of the other albums. Nice. And we can't we can't have a dead wax up episode without talking about like Guitar Hero because Paranoid oh, yeah. is on Guitar Hero. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, sure Paranoid's yeah. on there and probably Iron Man and probably somewhere on one of them. Yeah, yeah. maybe Sweet can, Leaf. You can't know. have a uh, you know it might be yeah you can't I don't think you can have like a Guitar Hero game without like Sabbath on. Yeah, it. yeah. Uh, I think their Paranoid might have been on two or uh, Legends of Rock, which is three. Probably one or the other because they are a Legend of Rock. Yeah, you know, I don't know if Foghat is a legend of rock, and they're on three. They did uh, Slow Ride. Yeah, I guess it's a song, a legendary song. But is there another Foghat song? Um, yes, Fog there Hat. is, can't and I can't think song. of yeah, the other know, songs man. right now. Full, I, full, full for the city might be one of them. Maybe, um, dude, I don't know, man. I don't even know what I'm talking about Foghat anymore right now. Oh man, I brought it up. Now you brought that up, though, I'm and it's going to kill me that I can't think Just, of any you other can look it up on our break songs. here when we look for the or listen to the first song. We'll, well yeah, so sabotage though. For me, um, I think I just heard that because um, you had talked about it mm-hmm. like a while, like a while ago, and I think I put on like the first track is "Hole in the Sky," and mm-hmm. we're going to listen to it like really soon, dude. That if that doesn't hook you, you might as well not even be a Sabbath fan. Like if yeah. you don't like "Hole in the Sky," you shouldn't even like be listening to Black Sabbath. Right. Like, I don't know how you could listen to Black Sabbath and not like "Hole in the Sky." It rocks harder than. A lot of their songs, I think. And a lot of their songs rock hard. This rock's harder. It's rock hard. Where we hard rock I guess all I'll, the time. Are we going to talk about the song now? Are we going to... Do you want to? Or do you want something else you want to say? Um, let's play it and then we'll come back. We'll play it? Or okay. did you want to? Doesn't matter to me. 
Well, I'm, we're I'm already ready. talking about I got it. Nothing, and we've I heard got nothing to, to, to say anymore either. We've heard it a million times, so we'll just talk about it now. But um, okay, let's do let's let let's introduce it to the people. Okay, let's do that. This is track one off Sabotage Hole in the Sky. That was Hole in the Sky, track one. A hard rocker for a rock harder. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Okay. Well, okay, well, now, you, what did you want to say before we took a listen to it? Uh, I was just going to say that this song, you know, it's short track for the most part. It's like, yeah, know, not too long. A couple minutes. Average length. Three, yeah. maybe three and a half minutes, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, such a great song. Such a weird intro, too. The, yeah. the thing about this and album... I do have things to say about that, too, when we get around to it. The thing about this album in general, I want to say, is that there's so many weird... Little nuances Odd moments. Yeah. yeah. I agree. It It's kind of one of those albums that, in my opinion, it feels, like, unsettling to listen to just because of, like, oh. the oddities yeah. that are going on yeah. and stuff like that. I think it's pretty creative. It is creative. It, it, it's it's unique, and which is really contrary to what I think critics at the critics at the time when they they thought they were like running out of ideas. Yeah. Like I think if they wouldn't, if people wouldn't have if people would have thought about it differently, I think Sabbath would have gone into like maybe a different direction because they're like, oh well, we gotta like keep it bluesy, I guess, or something. You this, know. Yeah. So. I, well, this is I'm gonna say this is their like probably their most experimental like album. Probably up to this to point, yeah. Up to this, up to this point, point yeah. I mean, you know, they kind of they're it's first a little, a little progressive, right? In it, right. You know, like the song lengths and everything, right? And, you know, like you have yeah. the first couple albums that were more, I guess, if you want to say like bluesy rock, you know, yeah, a little, yeah. but they more were hard, yeah, heavy, yeah. You know, it, it, it well, it's definitely like a blues but metal, right? There's some, there's intertwined because there's uh, well, actually, there's harmonica on one of the songs on this album, isn't there? That would be uh what is what song there's is that? I can't think of which one. Ah, uh, maybe not. Uh, there there's Sabbath songs with harmonica in though. Right, like the wizard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to think yeah. of some of the other ones. But, yeah, but the wizard, you know, primarily yeah. is like one of those you know, bluesier songs, yeah. I guess. And then uh, you know, those first two albums, they were more like hard rock, bluesy type. Yeah, and then you well, get to I the mean, third the, one. I mean, there's um, in this out, al- there's like a acoustic guitars, classic guitar interlude and right. stuff, you know. So there's there's a little bit more going but on. But my point is, like each album just kind of like gets progressively more, gets, yeah. Is it just takes a different direction? Yeah. The third one's more of like the stoner rock. I mean, they were master like, of reality. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they yeah. were kind of like. I mean, you got basically. Yeah, the I mean, dude, you, got, you literally genre. had a, a clip of a dude smoking a bowl. That's that's what opens coughing. the album. Like, you know, come on, dude. If, like yeah. that doesn't open. It, like, tell you what the album's gonna be like. And then and then that's the crazy. fourth album, you know, you have songs like Supernaut and Snowblind, uh-huh. which are yeah. just these like heavy, yeah. 
heavy songs, you know, and then you move on to Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. Mm-hmm. That album's like, you know, even more heavier. Then mm-hmm. you get to this, and it's mm-hmm. just like, I feel like it's all over the place. But like, not in a bad way. Not in a bad it's way, in a good, good way. way. Like, yeah, you know, it's like a progressive rock right. song, sort like, of. Like not Sabbath, not like a rush, prog rock. not rush, but like you right. know, because I don't I, I, like seventy mid seventies. What was prog rock? Pink Floyd was prog rock, but they Pink weren't. Floyd, they weren't I mean, like this. Rush was you know? around at this time, right? Like they were probably doing um, the yeah, first album. Yeah, yeah, but they weren't. They second. weren't. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they were like super prog. No, right. Because I think Fly by Night came out in seventy three, four, maybe. I thought maybe six. Maybe. I, I'd have to look that and up, that's not very. Pro- that's more rock, right? Like adult-oriented right. rock. So yeah, no, I agree. This album definitely. And, and Hole in the Sky. Hole in the Sky is a rocker, but like. There's even some elements in it that are like out there, like even the like the intro. And I'll read actually right here, um, what I wrote down for Hole in the Sky. It says it is one of the heaviest tracks that Sabbath has graced our ears on Earth with, <laughs> and it begins with like the hum of like the amplifiers like turned all the way up, and the like the scream of attack. I don't know if you can hear is that. Is that what that is? Yeah, because um, it was an inside joke um, that Mike Butcher did. I think he's the producer of the album. Okay. I think I think I might be wrong. And they had a like a supporting act who like the manager would stand behind them and shout attack attack to the band. Yeah. Like some other band. Um, and so that's what Mike Butcher he like shouted it from the control room. Um, yeah. To so. me though, like just now that I know like you know what they're yelling and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of cool because it's like this track just it literally does, it literally you. starts like, like it just punches right you in at the you. face. Yeah, which you know? it's really fitting. And I also wrote this was a joke. I don't know if you would get it, but there is a modern band called Attack Attack. I don't oh, like really? them, okay. but either is. But I'm like, I wrote down like, I wonder if that's where they got their name from. Probably not, since no one really knew that's what they're saying too much. Um, and uh, Geezer Butler helped write this song, and he states that a lot of his writing for Sabotage um, um, was done while stoned out of his mind. I can believe that. You no, know, like no doubt, right? I can believe that um, like half. Of their albums right. were done stoned. Maybe more than <laughs> more, more, maybe more than half. They're, but um, okay, I'll let you finish. Yeah, this. but the lyrics for Hole in the Sky he wrote with a very accurate, uh, was it pre-science? I think. Yeah. Um, uh, says the most uh, prophetic lyrics he's ever written. The Western world was going down in the east in a hole that was in the ozone layer. There was no future in cars. It seemed to me that everything east of Europe was becoming a threat. Japan was rising in the business world. Chairman Mao was building up China. The Soviet Union was threatening nuclear war, and the Middle East was in turmoil, as usual. He says, uh, at the time, oil was on everyone's mind, and petrol was being rationed. So he wrote this kind of like with that in mind. So people are, I've, I saw some people on like songfact.com's kind of like picking out what they thought this song was about. And according to Geezer Butler, it's it's literally about like the ozone layer and like how there's like just a hole in. Not even in the sky, but like the world is disrupting because the everything's going, you know. I yeah. mean, but isn't the world always going, you know? It's always. But anyway, uh, with Hole in the Sky, Butler painted a picture of the times just as he done five years earlier with Sabbath's War Pigs. Interesting, nice. right? So yeah, that's what I wrote about. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, well, like you said, the the lyrics, I think they're they're really cool yeah. lyrics, you know. You haven't pulled just, up? Especially the, the yeah, last let's line. Let's read them out. I've watched the dogs of war enjoying their feast. I've seen the Western world go down in the east. The food of love became the greed of our time, but now I'm living on the profits of pride. That's, That's just such awesome. a cool. Isn't line. that cool? Oh yeah. yeah. 
I mean, you gotta write that down. Yeah, hey, frame, frame it on my my wall. But you talked about him like writing these lyrics like stoned out of his mind, and it's funny because I guess Volume Four is kind of notorious as being like the coked out mm-hmm. Sabbath album because mm-hmm. they were, you know, I think they they make like a uh, in their album credits or whatever mm-hmm. like the thank yous they think the the coca-cola plants or something like that go. and it's a nod to like cocaine dealers or whatever but uh but yeah it's funny like all of those albums they were high as a kite you know yeah. writing yeah. them and everything and recording yeah. them it reminds sure. me of um the um bill hicks joke yeah that's actually in um i think that's in the tool song too yeah like if uh what was it if um take all your albums and all your cds and burn them because everyone you listen to was high out of their mind when they wrote that music yeah which is uh yeah i mean that's have you seen that there's like uh this dates me not well not dates me it undates me i guess but like that tiktok thing that's going on right now where it's like young kids who are even younger than us you know like in their teens and they're like Mom and Dad, why did like, why is Billy Joel like jumping on his piano? And it's like that song. It's like doing crack and cocaine to get high. It's like <laughs> that's what like everyone did it. Yeah. You know, like because you didn't know what it was, and by the time you did, everyone had done it. Like right, right, right. So yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it made really good music. So who am I to like judge? Anyway? Yeah. So yeah, man. But this track, yeah, I mean, heavy heavy uh, awesome guitar solo too i can hear it in my head right now there's a a really great cover by pantera oh okay they they did this song i I don't i think they did it is it a album version like they were put it on an album or is it Uh, just a concert i think it was like a put on like a greatest hits album okay so it's on an album okay it's on like some of their like should we you want to listen to it you want to put it on here let's play it for the people here we go So, uh, Pantera's cover. That is pretty heavy. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, and I think it was on Reinventing the Steel's 20th. Uh, it yeah, like. it's on that it release. Like, I, think. I think it was recorded during that era, so okay. that's that, probably that why it's on that yeah. re-release. Nice. Well, there is a track, too, with not a lot to say about it. It's just an instrumental, um, but we'll I'll introduce and we'll talk about it for like two seconds, and then we'll move to the next one. So, track two, Don't Start, parentheses, Too Late. Thank you. 
All right, track two, Don't Start, Too Late. An acoustic instrumental break played by guitarist Tony Iommi that plays before the third track, The Real Meat and Potatoes, Symptom of the Universe. This song was named Don't Start Too Late because the band would often start playing in the studio before the recording engineer was ready, by the way. He would shout, Don't Start Too Late at them. Uh, when they already started playing and he wasn't ready. Makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. I don't I, know why they named uh, Acoustic Instrumental that, but... I think... Well, I don't know. I don't think it's on every album, but I know Tony Iommi seems to do, like, kind of like an instrumental on Sometimes, a lot of the yeah. Sabbath albums. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember... Oh, my favorite one, and it's stupid, but it's Volume 4 Effects. Uh-huh. Have you heard that I one? I think so. It's literally him just, like, tapping his guitar with his cross necklace awesome it's like they just don't care do three they? minutes of that seriously it's that hilarious long? well like oh i said God. that's like their coked out album right so I, i'm just i just I can envision just imagine him just staring at him going <laughs> just tapping just <laughs> just tony iomi <sighs> just <sighs> fucked up out of his, his mind his pupils are just exactly. you know, dilated to yeah. shit and everything and just yeah. tapping it it's probably just screaming while doing it too probably but it, it's this track i mean you know you have it's hole in the sky and yeah. it just ends abruptly mm. into this yeah which it's a little jarring it but, is it, but yeah. hey you know what man this goes right into symptom and that's what really matters right is what comes what's before this and what's after it so i, I don't mind it uh obviously i'm not going to listen to this song like it's 50 seconds of tony just, of a delayed yeah. pedal acoustic guitar tony iomi i mean, it's cool i, I don't know I mean, he's playing i, I kind of cool feel thing, like but. as much as i love tony iomi iomi i feel like tracks like this is just him in the studio going oh wait I want to play, you know, my solo track or something, yeah. and then they're like, well, then they're right, and then in nineteen eighty six, they were like Tony Iommi was like, hey, I want to record an album, and it's gonna be my album, but with Black Sabbath guys. Yeah, there's some story behind that though, because yeah. it wasn't yeah. intended to be right, a Sabbath right, album, right, like right, the studio right. or the record company it just would sell told more. Him, like if, it's yeah. got to be a Sabbath yeah, album, yeah. and he just slapped that on there at the last minute. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Well, hey, you know what? Don't talk smack bro because that man lost his fingers he did yeah and it's tragic he has cancer but oh does he really yeah oh, he's no. had cancer for like i don't oh. know past 10 years oh hey or so. ozzy's had um parkinson's yeah for a very long time apparently apparently like so two a year ago he said that or two years ago he said that but hey man I don't know. you're still out there still rocking the free world man Sa- i mean ozzy's gonna put out an album soon yeah, he's like really uh, soon. I think like next he year. He was supposed to do a tour, and then obviously COVID oh, yeah, wrecked yeah, yeah. that. But yeah. I don't know if he still intends on doing that tour. I don't know. You know what, man? And this is kind of off topic, but we'll just talk about it anyway. I always I've wanted to see Sabbath, but mm-hmm. when they came through on this last like mm-hmm. reunion, mm-hmm. semi reunion tour, like 2013, right? Yeah, they came through. I mean, we're obviously kind of St. Louis area, mm-hmm. whatever. They came through Kansas City. I almost went to see them in mm-hmm. Kansas City, but. I couldn't bring myself to do it because Bill Ward wasn't a part of it. Right. That was like the only reason. And I'm kind of still glad that I didn't go. Right. You know, but. Can't have it without Bill Ward, man. No. And that's, you know, I, I don't know. To me, it's like all four guys are still alive. Yeah. Still it's just not Sabbath, you know. I just, I want them so bad to just go do like one final album. Just all yeah. four of them. No like stupid Sharon Osbourne management, you know. Yeah interfering with yeah. it i think they could do it but yeah it's not gonna happen 
but they anyway. could they could Zazi can record music Tony Iommi can probably still do it oh yeah um, they can Geezer all Butler still can, play Geezer Butler still can I know he can yeah um, and I mean they could Bill Ward could still drum yeah you know yeah. I don't know maybe about not. him he doing a be, tour he, he wouldn't be doing like uh, you know Warpigs you know whatever probably I mean, not I don't know he I might never still know. be able to play pretty I don't know. Neither you nor me are eighty something years old. I don't know what they're capable of at that age, but I know my eighty year old grandparents couldn't do it. Hey, I just (laughs) I just saw the Stones, and they're like eighty. That is very true. That is very true. Playing like they did for the past fifty years or so. Yeah, that's really true. That's very true. Well, one of not one of them. (laughs) Well, of course, yeah. One of them was not playing like he did (laughs) fifty years ago. Wonder where you went. Uh, <laughs> whatever happened to that guy? He's uh he's taking a nap. <laughs> yeah, prolonged. Oh, I'm sorry. It's too soon. Humor. I'm so I'm sorry. It's so it's too soon. Okay, let's move on to track three. One of I think one of my favorite tracks, "Symptom of the Universe." <laughs> Track three, symptom of the, the universe. Josh, you know what I just realized? I don't know if we're gonna keep doing this or not. I keep at it, but we like the last couple albums we've done. We've rated songs, tracks. I got a ten. I don't know if you want to do that with oh, these. Yeah. Um, you want it? Like we can go back and I can we can uh, do the last two and then this one. Okay. What we? Uh, you want me to? I'll give uh, mine for a hole in the sky. I give hole in the sky a nine out of ten. I give it a ten out of ten. You give it a ten. You, that's a ten out I of give trend, it a ten. Ten out of ten. Sabbath song. Okay. Yes. Ten out of ten. That is essential listening. It is essential listening of Sabbath. You, I, I, like I said, you. If you don't like that song, you don't like Black Sabbath. Right. So I give "Don't Start Too Late" a three out of ten. At least it's not like Tony Iommi hitting his cross on the guitar. I give. I guess. What's it called? Don't Don't, don't start, start too late. late. I give that five stoned out of his mind Tony Iommi's out of of ten. In Symptom of the Universe, I give ten out of ten Ozzy Osbourne's going, yeah. Uh, Yes, this is also a ten stoned out of their minds uh, Black Sabbath's out of ten. Out of ten, there you go. So yeah, symptom of the universe, a ten out of ten song. Um, well, I think we right like, like two minutes in the song, I mentioned that um, this sounds like an early thrash metal song, mm, and you're like, yes. yeah, hey, funny you mentioned that. This is considered like the first birth of the thrash metal. Yeah, I think a lot of people kind of like look at this song as like being one of the first thrash metal songs. And yeah, this was '75, so like you oh, think yeah. about it, it predates Metallica by 
five years? About six. Six, six years? Maybe seven. 81 is when Kill Them All came out? Yeah, Kill Them All came right. out in like 81, maybe 82. Okay. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure, but. Yeah. Oh, we've got do a dog. Think, Lola? We've got a dog down here. That's. She gives it a 10 out of 10 as well. She gives it 10 borks out of 10. 10 borks out of 10. 10 borks out of 10. Nice. Um, But yeah. yeah, so riff. Oh, yeah. I mean, just And speaking of when we talked about the prog elements, Mm -hmm. it just switches to an acoustic, you know, like a little probably 60% of the way through. Yeah. You know, just completely changes. Uh, it's not super jarring. It's not like completely no, unnatural. Like they, it's just they like go a complete into it style really change, you know? well, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, you know, they just kind of hit, you know, the this first part of it kind of ends with them holding out these chords and billboards doing these fills. Yeah. Everything. And then it just hits the last chord and it just kind of morphs into, into this that. like yeah. acoustic, you I know, agree. psychedelic uh, sort of oh yeah. jam. Yeah. Kind of psychedelic too. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Man. I envision yeah, this they song. They don't give enough credit. This is know? gonna. I'm gonna get really nerdy here for a minute, but I envisioned this song, and I was thinking about it when we were listening to it. You know how, like in Star Wars, like <laughs> when they're in the Millennium Falcon and they hit like warp speed. Yes. And like, you can see yes. all the stars like yes. flying through. Yeah. I envisioned this song like the first part of it is that where you're like going through warp speed or whatever, mm-hmm. and like all these like stars are coming at you, mm-hmm. or whatever, and it's like really fast and heavy and everything. Yeah. And then finally, when it slows down, they get to their like destination that's when like the psychedelic part yeah i don't know man that's what I'm you think talking. of i would not have like made that uh, you would, i would not have made that up in a million years well but, yeah i mean it makes uh, sense yeah man it definitely doesn't like there's not i i get what you're saying like, and would, you yeah. also brought up something uh i, I can't remember exactly where i, I want to say it's that part where we were talking about where it's like the um that section you brought up something about like there's a weird kind of like there's a, like a someone's going like a, like an S noise yeah. in there into like the hit of the and next, I, I don't know what up, oh you did and okay actually cool. what it is is it's Tony and Ozzy in the studio mm-hmm. doing lines of coke into the You're, microphone jo- are you serious I just made that up oh man but it's probably true damn it man you got my hopes up it's probably true. I mean, man, come on. That would have been so oh, cool, man. dude. We'll go with I'm it. I'm like, are you serious, man? That would have been we'll so go, we'll go awesome. With it. Why would you tease hey, me do like you, that, bro? Do you, but here's the thing. Do you know for sure that it's not that? I don't know for sure that okay, it's Okay, so there you go. actually right. So you I'm are right. Like, there's a possibility. You are right. Until someone disproves, disproves this, this, this theory, that's what I'm going to go with. That it's, you know, Tony and Ozzy just, just snorting lines of coke in there the you studio. Go. Um, Makes sense. God, I hope. You can't ask. You can't ask Ozzy because he can't remember. He doesn't know. <coughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, no one knows. I mean, it could be. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm just gonna tell it. I'm gonna spread. What's it called? Uh, misinformation. I'm gonna tell everyone that's Breaking what it is news, now. You heard it here first. Uh, exactly what that is. Yes. Huh. Okay. Well, you want to move on to track four? Um. Is there anything else we need to say about this? I don't know, man. This song is another essential. Another essential Black Sabbath. Sabbath listen, not on the greatest hits with the. Yeah. With uh, Ozzy. Not, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's another thing I wanted to bring up too. So, um, I think they put out like a compilation album, and we'll—it's kind of a spoiler. Well, you know what? I'll save it for, for okay when we get to us. Is it about but like it, another song? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it when we get there. But you got it. I'm alluding to something about compilations. Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's all we need to say about this song. Okay. Great song. Well, we can move on to track number four. Megalomania. 
All right, that is track number four, correct? Megalomania, track number four? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, you know what? I give that one 10 Bill Ward's women's panties out of 10. I would also <laughs> Maybe agree. Maybe nine, nine and a half, 10. Nine and a half, 10. I'm going to give it 10, just because 10? I think it's a really, I mean, like, it's, okay, the song's how long? Almost 10 minutes. Almost 10 minutes? Yeah. I think it's very well, like, you know. Paced. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like you it know, ne- it's never like um, um, meandering. Yeah. I guess it's never just sitting in like nothing's happening. And and this song also too. I mean, I, I mentioned earlier, like you, you, for me at least, I get this like unsettling feeling when I listen right. to this album. This right. song is one of those like primary Very, examples. It's like schizophrenic. Yeah, in like nature. It, it's yeah. bizarre. Like it the, that yeah. intro with Ozzy's like delayed vocals coming in yeah. and just like you know. To, oh, yeah. The the band with that you know, uh, really kind of like, I guess eerie sounding like intro and everything like that. I don't know. I I mean it's, it's very just atmospheric. Atmospheric, yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean this song is just. And there's more examples coming up too. But yeah. I mean like. Pretty good. Really good musicianship. I think. And right. Right. There's a piano thrown in there a little bit. Yeah. And, and, and you I think know, the, the cowbell I, tempo change. I want to say know? that's Rick Wakeman. Okay. On. Maybe uh, so. Piano. I'm not entirely Let's, sure, but I'm, I'm almost over. 90% sure. I think he was playing like keyboards on some of their albums. Maybe it was just for. Um, I think he was on uh, Sabra Cadabra. Oh. But he might also be on this album too. Maybe not though. Oh. I'll have to let me, fact uh, check me on that, DJ. Let me let me take a little, because sometimes uh, we say things that are incorrect. Right. And we just want to be sure. You know what? You are right. But yeah, I mean this this song. It's 10 minutes long and it has this, the beginning that's, you know, starts out slow and it's, you know, kind of got these eerie vocals to it and then it kind of picks up. What? Um, It does not have him on the personnel. This is Bill Ward plays piano. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. It's Bill Ward. But I'm, like I said, I'm pretty sure Rick Wakeman might have been on like one of the songs from Sabbath Play Sabbath. But anyway. But yeah, I mean, the song starts out, you know, fairly slow paced and mm-hmm. it just kind of keeps building till you get to the middle the ca- part. You get to the, well, you get to the cowbell and then it just, tempo change. Yeah, on yeah. that cowbell and then everything just picks up. And yeah, I, I mean, the heavy portion of the end of the song, it's it's great. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, you uh, have what's Ozzy. What's um, uh, Is it Suck Me? Yeah. yeah. So Ozzy, I'll give it 10 out of 10 Suck Me's then. Oh, yeah. Ozzy at the end of like each kind of like verse I towards mean, the end he always does he just that, shouts something yeah, out like a, that's a good one though. i think he st- it starts with like uh like, stick me yeah 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 or something like yeah, that and then suck yeah, me yeah. and then free or something and like other that other ones i can think of like there's um uh, all right yeah like on fairies wear boots you know yeah. all right. and then uh what's the one on um um Black Sabbath, the song, Black Sabbath. Oh, God, please, no, no, my, no. The, Those are awesome. My favorite one is Snowblind. Okay. Because, um... What's he, what is that? What is, what is he saying? I'm trying remember. to think of what the verse is. It's like the... Uh, maybe the chorus or something? I don't know. That's, but, um... I'm gonna look real quick while you're talking about it. It's like icicles in my brain or something like that. Oh and then in the the recorded version, he cocaine. whispers cocaine. Hey, cocaine, yeah. Apparently, yeah, he I wanted to shout that out, but like the studio wouldn't let him, wouldn't let him do it. Like, so he does it live like that, yeah. though. Like anytime he played that song live, nice. he just yells out cocaine. It's hilarious. Nice. Ozzy's hilarious, man. Like I, did, I mean, have you read? Have you heard that? Um, when he what was that? Um, 
Meet the Osbournes. Is that what the reality show he did? Is? Oh yeah, he's got like he, several. He's always on. He was always. It was the MTV one. He was oh, okay. always high. Yeah. Every time they shot, he was just high. There was. I remember specifically one. I remember watching it too. There was one where he's just in the bushes. And they're like, Sharon's like, what are you doing? He's like, I, 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 he's like, I was, uh, it's hilarious. My favorite's it's the one so where he, he comes out of his bedroom. He's like, someone in this house came into my room <laughs> and stole my beer out of my <laughs> fridge. And Sharon's just like, no one did that. And he's like, ah, <laughs> and just like mumbles off. Yeah. Uh, we we don't him. deserve Ozzy. We don't. I'm glad he's still around. Yeah. It's, cra- it's crazy that he is. He's literally, he ate a bat and didn't get coronavirus. So uh, Didn't he snort piss or something with oh, Motley Crue? Uh, yeah, yeah. They, Motley Crue and, um, and Ozzy had like a back and forth of who could do like the more disgusting things. Yeah. Well, the thing what he did was, is that he took his, you know, wee-wee out. And yeah. He peed on the ground in front of the Motley Crue guys. His I don't remember who exactly. Yeah, and, and he, he just licked it off the ground, right? And then uh, I don't <laughs> oh remember who God. it was in Motley Crue, but they're like, oh, we, I can do that. And they're like, they pull down their pants and pee on the ground. And when they go down to lick it, Ozzy runs over and pushes them out of the way yeah. and just licks their piss off the ground instead. That, dude, the, the, if the, that happened now, they would get it would get canceled. The one where he takes a leak on the Alamo, remember that? I don't, I do not. So that was, uh, I guess, back in like the early 80s or uh-huh. something. Yeah, he was banned from playing in like, Texas okay. or whatever because he he took a leak on the Alamo and there's wow. a famous mugshot where he's wearing a St. Louis Blues jersey. I have seen that. Yeah, I have that, seen that's that. why that's the, that's the mugshot. Yeah. Wow, really? I yeah, I know the backstory. Oh, okay. yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah, man, I mean, wow. it's it's a miracle that guy's still alive. It but is. I am so glad he is. Oh, for sure, man. But yeah, I mean, back to this song, Megalomania, just a, a great 10 song. Out of Ten, yeah. We play in a band. We wrote a song and. Part of that song, I kind of lifted. Ri- I lift, lifted. I lifted the, the uh, ending riff bam, of uh, Megalomania. Bam, 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 yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of an homage, I guess. An homage, yeah. But yeah, yeah. great yeah. song. Oh yeah, man, great song. We gotta move on to uh, this. Would be track five or the first track on the uh, B side, "The Thrill of It All." The thrill of it all, Josh. What do you give the thrill of it all out of ten? What's your what's what's your uh, criteria for this for this track? What do you think? I give it ten Aussie years. Ten years. <laughs> I was gonna say ten years too. Out well, of not ten. ten years, but 
I'm um, giving it 10. The riff is awesome, yeah. first of all. Uh, you got the the Ioni, Iomi. He, have a, he has a – has he always had that mustache, by the way? Uh, For the most part, but I think there was, like, a period during, like, Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, where he yeah. shaved it off. Okay. It's yeah. really Weird. bizarre. It is bizarre. That's like, uh, who, who, uh, like, that's like Steve Harvey without a mustache. Yeah, it pretty imagine? much. Yeah. yeah. So I give this one. Uh, I was trying to look up what the other whisper vocal was, but I could not find. I'm pretty it. sure he just says like "say" or something I like that. I don't know, man. But I was trying to find that to give it a rating. But I'll give this one. I give this one nine out of ten. I don't know. Nine out of ten. Okay, yeah, fair nine enough. Out of 10. I don't think it's as good as Megalomania or Symptom or Hole, but mm-hmm. it's a pretty awesome song. Actually, you know what? I wanted to read off some of these words, yeah. some of these lyrics in the song, because they are pretty awesome. If I can get it to load properly, I would read them to you. But at the time, they are not loading. I have them here. You have them? Could you mind reading some of those lyrics? Like the first verse? Dude, you know what, man? You just just pick out what what you want. I'll go with my favorite one. My favorite is like that second portion of like the first verse or Mm -hmm. whatever, I guess. Second verse, maybe. Where he goes, won't you help me, Mr. Jesus? Won't you tell me if you can? When you see this world we live in, do you still believe in man? Oh, yeah. If my songs become my freedom and my freedom turns to gold, then I'll ask the final question if the answer could be sold. Oh, yeah. That's just that's awesome. That's badass. Yeah, that's pretty badass. And just with that guitar riff. Only a guy who's high could write that. Sober person couldn't write that. Yeah. Awesome riff. Man. Yeah. I wish. I mean, I gave the song a 10 out of 10, and I'll stand by that. But I do wish, like, that beginning was, like, I don't know, longer. Longer. It's just so cool. Yeah. I, I just wanted to go on longer, even yeah. though it does go on for like yeah, know, pretty it's decent not, amount uh, of time. Too long. It's like, what is that? Five minutes or something? A little over five uh, minutes. Maybe. I think. Yeah. It's it's a yeah. it's a few minutes in length, so it's like yeah. you know about half the song. But then the second half kicks in, and and yeah. that's a, another cool part too. Oh yeah, it's kind of like um, that's that's kind of the the theme I'm picking up on most of this album is like the past two songs, three now, yeah. have had like. It's basically points. like two sections, yeah. you know, yeah. that are like pieced together. You had Symptom with the really mm-hmm. heavy intro mm-hmm. into like the psychedelic part. Yep. Then Megalomania had that like real spooky, eerie beginning yeah. into another heavy part. Yeah. And this one starts out like he- heavy. This one starts out and goes into, and like, goes into uh, like this weird like happy almost. Yeah, maybe. Sounding thing. Yeah, I, I've yeah. always kind of envisioned it as being like, you know, really kind of like happy, mm-hmm. uplifting that, you know. Yeah. I don't know, but... But yeah, like, oh yes. all these songs are like, yeah. you know, two parts. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it does it again think, on um, maybe the last track. Yeah, because I don't think the next one. The next no, one I'll tell you right now, the last track is like probably the biggest like epic of the really? whole album. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was uh, Thrill of It All, track five. Do you want to move on to probably, well... Never mind. Just it, the next track. Before we do finish this, I do want to say one thing. Sure. I think, honestly, this is, like, my favorite Ozzy vocal performance. It's pretty good. But, like, the album in general. Like, yeah. out of all the Sabbath albums, I think this is yeah. Ozzy at, like, his yeah. peak. I think it has the most, like, um, not only vocal ability, but, um, like, sense of melody, if, yeah. if that makes sense, yeah. you know? Um, he, he went hard on this album. Yeah, like, he you can hear really well. like it's really. It's, I it's think where he's like at I his think top. Like I think he. I think him and everyone else. I think they're just pissed off. Yeah. I think passion is. I think it's really passionate. Very passionate vocal right. performance. I right. Think. 
and I think it shines through a lot. Like we were talking about the backstory of it at the beginning. Yeah. I think that comes through a lot in like the vocal delivery too. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. It is probably one of my favorite ones too. It's funny because it's like you know, they don't play many songs from uh, this no. album. Like right. even back in the day, right. I don't think they played many songs from right. this album live. Aside yeah. from like. Uh, Symptom of the Universe, they did do like the mm-hmm. the first half of that track. I'm trying to think of other songs they might have played. They might have done Hole in sure. the Sky Maybe. a couple times or something, but for the most part, it's like all the earlier, earlier stuff. stuff. Yeah. And then once they got back together in like the late 90s, like I think for the most part, Tony Iommi would just do like a medley of, mm-hmm. you know, songs that they weren't doing like that, all the way yeah and it, like he would do symptom of the universe mm-hmm. but they wouldn't have vocals on yeah. it and maybe like hole in the sky but yeah but yeah they they just i don't know if ozzy could sing these songs past like 75 probably not probably not they're they, they're pretty high up in the registry right right yeah. right yeah okay well we can move on to uh i guess this would be the sixth song super czar yeah <laughs> All right, track number six, Super Czar. Josh, I give this one five out of ten. Oh, five out of ten. Um, vocal vo- uh, choir, choir, har- choir harmonies. Choir group performances. Choir performances. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of neat, I guess. I I I'll give it like three. Three. You give it three. <laughs> Not a big fan. I mean, it's <laughs> maybe it's like different. a strong four. It's different. It is different. Oh my god! But man, oh man, does it not bode well in like the album, especially with all the like the bangers that came before? Right. I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't know if maybe you know like any of the backstories to why they did that. I have. They just I have a little bit right okay. here. Actually, you want me to read it? Yeah. To you? Go ahead. Because I um, have no well, idea. Well, first things first. The the name Super Czar is a combo of Super and then Czar, which was like a Russian emperor. Okay. I don't know why they named it that still, but that is why the the name means. And then um, it says that uh, Tony Iommi wrote the track at home with a Mellotron mm-hmm. to create chords. So he used a Mellotron choir sound. Um, but they ended up booking the London Philharmonic Choir and a harpist. You can hear the harp in the song. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne didn't actually know that they were doing that. And so he walked in, he saw the choir and the harp, and then immediately walked out because <laughs> he thought he was in the wrong studio. Sounds he like thought an he Aussie went move. to the wrong place. <laughs> so uh, that's about all is known about the song as far as, as, far as I've been able to tell. Uh, that is it's honestly a, a hilarious story. Yeah, I can yeah. I'm just envisioning that like Ozzy walking yeah. in, not knowing what is going yeah. on. That's kind of how I feel when I listen to the song. Yeah, like what is going on? Yeah, yeah. It's not like, a bad. This like, is, guess, this is a guess, Black Sabbath album. Yeah, okay. I mean, as like as an instrumental track, I guess it's not that bad. But right, like, right. In right. the context of everything, it doesn't really make any sense. Um, I don't know. It's a. It's. For me, it's it was a walk-on song for all their gigs in that time. Okay, right. yeah. yeah, you're right because uh, yeah. 
okay, so this album had like a, a super deluxe anniversary mm. edition, whatever, that came out this year. And uh, in that like set, there's this full like um, show from, I guess, 1975 in like New Jersey oh. or something. And I think this track starts it out, but oh, it's okay. like, you know, you the band, yeah. I guess, walking out on stage. That would make some sense. Right. It works for that. I, right. I found one comment that said it sounded like a theme park's song like when you're in queue for a ride at the theme park okay that's what you would hear right is that instrumental yeah. makes uh, sense it, it, that sounds about that would right. be great for black sabbath the ride black sabbath i was thinking like universal a jurassic studios park ride sounds like it'd be like a jurassic yeah. park ride song or something yeah i think aerosmith has their own like amusement park ride do they really like, where i want to say like maybe maybe universal studios what or maybe hell, disney world what the hell or something? does that ride consist of is uh, it just, is it just like transformations like, you know, of like? Okay, so I'm. I mean, we're from like St. Louis, or whatever. So we have Six Flags up here. You yeah. know the um, uh, Justice League ride? Yeah, it's like that. It's like that. It's like you know yeah. this sort of like video package oh, that's going okay. on while you're oh, like you know okay. going through the ride yeah, and like okay. you have to help the band like that's weird get to their show i don't want to help something i don't like want to help aerosmith get to their show come on man I love unless aerosmith. it's 70s aerosmith i don't want to help, them. help them get to their if, if I what's to their uh what's their um singer i can't remember uh, steven tyler steven tyler yeah, yeah. Uh, i thought it was going to be like just like uh, a journey through his like facial transformations <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the joke from Ted Two? I don't like, know. Uh, I've never seen it. Steven Tyler looks like some sort of goony soccer mom or something. Yeah. Like oh, that. he does. He does. Though <laughs> that is true. I think I've heard that uh, joke actually. Yeah. Yeah. He does. <laughs> he does. I think. Do you know Steven Tyler did country music for a little while? Yeah. 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 It's, it's terrible. Good, you never. Okay. You've heard it. Okay. I've never um, heard it. I don't want to hear it. That was when he did American Idol too. Like right after that, I he had a stint on American God, Idol. He was on American Idol. That's when they were like scrambling because Stephen, uh, what's his name? Well, like or, all the uh, original judges, like yeah. Left, what's the one of, guy? Um, there was Simon. Cowell, Simon Cowell. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Paul Abdul yeah, and, and Randy uh, Ray, Jackson. Randy Jackson. That's There's right. There's no reason I should know that, but yeah. I do. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen them. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, he was on there and it was horrible. I Stupid. do remember He says now. he did it for the money, and I believe him. Cause I, I wouldn't doubt it. Why yeah. else would anyone want to do that? I mean, I think at the time it was still pretty popular. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, that's super bizarre. I guess there was so little to talk about. We started talking about Steven Tyler on American, on American Idol. Idol. Uh, well, yeah, whatever. super bizarre. It's a, it's a song, but... Mm. Yeah. So here we go. We're going to go to the penultimate track. Track seven. Um, Am I Going Insane? This one... Wait. Parentheses. Uh, oh. Isn't oh, it radio? I'm sorry. Yeah, radio. Yeah. Am I going insane? Parentheses radio. That's right. Okay, let's take a little. Let's take a little gander. Right, track seven. Am I going insane? Parentheses radio. I guess 
by radio they wanted this to be the big single of this entire album or something i don't know man see that's the thing okay now i was talking about this earlier uh Back in like 76, 77, maybe, mm-hmm. they put out a compilation album called We Sold Our Soul for Rock and Roll. Right. Right. And that was kind of like their big compilation album. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song that they picked from this album to was it represent. That one? It was that one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. This album it was, is this song. It's like, That's you picked insane. this song out of like even Hole in the Sky. Yeah. Like, I, why would you not go with Hole in the right. Sky? Like, even the compilation album that I got from like, you know, 2005 yeah, or whatever. Had that. It one. has Hole in the Sky because yeah. this song sucks. It spoiler. Suck. Yeah. Spoiler. Hey, spoiler. Hey, this you song know how sucks. Many, you know how many. Uh, I don't even know. I can't even think of a pun. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give this one. Um, five maniacal laughing noises out of ten because that's what they try. I'm gonna give it one. You're gonna give it one? uh, Yeah. Oh my god. I think the uh stupid Tony Iommi uh instrumental track is better. Is better than this. This This song is just so out of place in my opinion. It is. I mean, but it it's out of place, but for some reason still kind of works. In I, think my opinion, I think it's like because this like, album is so bizarre. Yeah, it's true. I think it's just too. The I think the best part is um, Ozzy on this yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, and the lyrics I, agree and his vocal that. performance. I think everything else is very, especially there's the synth sounds. I can't even remember a Black yeah. Sabbath song that has synthesizers that sound like that. Yeah, this might be the only one up until this point. And like I said, I mean this everything about this album, as much as I like it, it just mm-hmm. gives me this uneasy feeling when I listen to it, and it's yeah. like. You you know hear all these other songs, then you get to this and it's like, you what know, is going on? just from the beginning of the track. Yeah, you know it just sounds was, out yeah. of place and yeah. like, I don't know. It's like uncomfortable in a, like a bad way. It's like why? Yeah, is this even, yeah, yeah. There's not like too many albums. Another one that kind of gives me that feeling too is, is uh, a Sabbath album. No, not Sabbath. No, oh, okay. uh, just albums in general. Oh, okay. Bedlam and Goliath. Oh really? By the Mars Volta. For okay. some reason, I and and that could be kind of a little bit due to the fact that like I know some of the backstory behind it mm-hmm. about like you know they, they supposedly it was like haunted, oh. something like that. Like there's like these weird like you know okay. spiritual things kind of oh. that were going on with the band. Some voodoo, hoodoo, some voodoo, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hoodoo, voodoo stuff going on. <laughs> but for okay. some reason, I get that same sort of vibe with this album. Really, it's just like, it, uh, yeah, it's a great mm-hmm. album, and it's probably yeah. like. Maybe my favorite Black Sabbath album. I'm not it's entirely up there. sure. It's up there it's for up sure. There. But for some reason, just, it just yeah. doesn't. I don't know. Doesn't sit right. Yeah, it just doesn't, it just sit, doesn't right. sit right for some reason. Yeah. And I think that's kind of why I like it so much. It, too. You know what? I think this song is done with like irony. It Maybe. sounds yeah. very ironic. Yeah. Like, everything about the instrumental, and it's like, am I going insane? Because that's like. This, it's like a uh, like I, this is kind of like a movie thing more than real life, but like when you see a movie about someone going crazy, they have like the happy clown music or something. Mm-hmm. Like you know, this is like that. It's like ironic. Like, am I going insane? All this happy sounding music is yeah. going on while the lyrics are actually dark. Yeah, that ki- it kind of makes sense, but it doesn't mean it's enjoyable to like listen right. to. You right, right, right. Um, so I understand the track. Why it sounds like it does. I just don't. I just, it doesn't mean I have to like it. I, yeah. I don't. Like, yeah. It's pretty below average right. to me. Like a four this, or five. It's, it's a filler song in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. And I, like I said, I'm for the life of me, do not know why anyone would have chosen this For a song. compilation. Yeah, that is, for that's a bizarre. Album. That's really bizarre. Yeah. And, that I don't understand. And I mean, that album has like, you know, the big hits like Paranoid War Pigs. Right. And, you know, right. From yeah. the other albums. And then it gets to this and they chose this song. Yeah. 
And I get like even time length wise, like why you wouldn't pick some of the other ones, but Hole in the Sky yeah. should have definitely been, been the choice. This. Oh, by far. You know? By far. But yeah. then like, you know, this this track starts to end and you have that laughing. Yeah, and it goes right into the cool Yeah. Well, to the next track. And that is it's, just some of the creepiest laughing it is. It that is. I think I've ever heard in like any song, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it is. It goes really well into the last track though. Yeah. Which I dig a lot more than the past two. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So do you want to go into our final track? Let's do it. The final track on Black Sabbath's Sabotage, The Writ. The Writ. In our final track, The Writ. Josh, uh, how do you want to rank this one? I will give this 10, 10. blown jugs out of 10. <laughs> I give it um, uh, I give it 8.5 blown jugs out of 10. 8.5? I do not think it's as good as the ones we gave 10s and 9s to earlier. Really? I think this is... You think so? I think it's on par with the rest of them. You think it's on them. par? I think yeah. it's just a little under. Just a little bit. The good songs on this album are all tens, in my opinion. Really, and then there's like the two. And then you got like the two or three that are just yeah. Not yeah so, yeah. Kind of. I agree. I agree. But um, yeah, man, the writ starts out with that mm-hmm. that evil like laughing, laugh track yeah. held but, over. Well, from, yeah. It, am I going insane? Ends with that and it transitions mm-hmm. into it. Yeah. Such a creepy laugh, and then it is. I could that, not find any info about it. It's got that you know like low bass you know mm-hmm. volume like bass tone whatever mm-hmm. you know playing in the beginning and then just kicks in kicks in man uh, such and a this song. this song uh, if, i don't know if you could tell if you knew before but it's about the um the uh, management they had before okay you know, what kind of what this whole album sort of is based off of okay um what inspired it so yeah in the whole thing if you read the lyrics to it it's basically like you know 
I did all like I did all of these things. We, we've done all these things for for you, and we've done all you know. We've swam through the ocean for you, and this is how you treat you know stuff like that. So uh, yeah, it's a pretty it's an angry song. Yeah. It's an angry album. Oh yeah, like this might be their angriest album would, like lyrically and yeah like i said this is ozzy at like his peak like vocal performance so in my opinion i think it didn't get and any he's just like this. you know yeah. yeah it's just screaming his head he off throughout these songs it's it's a dope song and yeah yeah this song's great i mean it's got you know the the beginning of the tracks like you know heavy and then it kind of there's a few different parts of this song mm-hmm. and then you have like this the middle part where like it's kind of going back between like heavy and then it has this, you know, kind of softer acoustic-y type, yeah. you know, part that, and then it yeah. goes back to a heavy part mm-hmm. and then back to the acoustic part and then just ends with yeah. that heavy, you know, Bill Ward back there, man, just, ah, he's back there. I love this song. And then Jug Band. Yeah. And then there's like, you know, so the song's called Blow on the Jug. Yeah. And uh, I think it was just something that they played in the studio, playing around, whatever, and they recorded it. And it wasn't supposed to be on the album, but I think right. someone well, just why? tacked it on like at the very end. Why not, you know? And I don't think they even knew until they heard the album and it yeah. was just on there. But it's like, you know, at such a low volume. Like, honestly, if you didn't know it was there, you probably wouldn't even hear it playing yeah. on the album. Because it's just super quiet, but it's, it's there. Yeah. But yeah, man. And that's, like I said, and it still fits into this, you know, the overall, for me, like, just this weird, uneasy thing. It's like, you have the, the evil laughter that starts out yeah. this song yeah. to this, like, angry vocal performance with these, like, yeah. heavy, you know, sections. Yeah. And then it just ends with this low-volume, weird, blow-on-the-jug yeah. track. Yeah. Everything hey, about this album is just they uneasy put, feeling to me. They put uh, Mungo Jerry up for his money. They did. They did. I don't even know when that song came out, but I don't know if that was before. I think it was before this, but. But yeah, man. uh, Overall, this is. uh, If you haven't heard this album and you're like getting into Sabbath, this is something that you need to listen to because it's honestly like probably my one of my favorite Sabbath. If you if you like, um, well, okay, I can't really say it like that because a lot of almost all songs are heavy, but Mm -hmm. it's just if you like like the Sabbath, that's little uh, like a little less. Um, kind of down tempo Sabbath and more like heavy riff. Yeah, you know Sabbath. This would be what I would say. Yeah, it's it's not. Um, uh, it's not like. Um, what's a good example? It's not like Black Sabbath, like the song or that album. That song. Right. That you know, it, this is more angry and up tempo. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. This is. It's a weird album, like in the catalog mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But that's not by any means a bad no. thing. Honestly, it's no. a good thing for this album. Yeah. Because I think it's just yeah. so, in so many directions and everything that it just works so well. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Now, after this, I mean, eh, yeah, that's you know. when they started to go downhill. Yeah. I mean, the the two albums that came out after this, with Ozzy at least, the uh, Technical Ecstasy mm-hmm. and Never Say Die, mm-hmm. they have moments where they're really good, but... Yeah, overall, it's Yeah, th- just, this it's is probably like yeah. the peak. Yeah, you know of the, the Ozzy last, albums. Last of the Ozzy albums, I right. think that was really good because um, I, I haven't listened to them, um, but I know there's good people like some of the Dio stuff. I think you said like Heaven yeah. and Hell and um, what was the other one? Uh, Heaven um, and Hell, Mob Rules, and Dehumanizer. Yeah, yeah. 
Dio albums. Yeah. So, and no, nothing, I mean, you know what, man? It's hard to replace Ozzy and Dio. I think Dio did a good job. And he did a good job. Honestly, they didn't try to replicate. You right, know, they, right. They changed. It was like its own thing. And I think kind of, I think it should have just been labeled as a different band. I think that would have helped them out a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, not labeling as, as Black Sabbath, but yeah. you kind of had to. I mean, Yeah, I probably wouldn't have sold very many albums right, if it right. wasn't. But, uh, whatever. I'm not going to complain about it. It's honestly, it's it's almost like you know people have their preferences, the Dio stuff or right. the Aussie stuff. Right. I mean, people like the Dio stuff more than the Aussie Some stuff. People Some do. people do. Some people do. But yeah. yeah, it is like you know almost two different bands. It really the, is. The Dio stuff's really like is. doomier, I guess. Sure. Heavier in yeah. some ways. Sure. But but yeah. I think this is, it's more um, the songwriting of the Dio albums is more. What's a good like? Uh, like I don't know if it, it's like songy. I guess straightforward. Straightforward for the sure. most part. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like like these albums, the Ozzy albums feel more chaotic and yes. raw. Yes. Yeah, they do. And natural. Yeah. I guess if yeah. you want to say the that. The album sounds like more like more a, polished, yeah, polished and like a song. You know, like what you yeah. think when you think of just a song. Like it has right. verse, chorus, verse. Yeah. Solo and yeah. The you know? it's yeah the Ozzy stuff like it almost seems like. For people who have never heard it, you don't know where it's gonna go. Right. For the most part, yeah. and I mean that's evident I mean, on these don't. songs. You know, you can listen. I mean, I haven't heard every single Ozzy album. Yeah. Song, even in the golden period from the seventy to now, to this yeah. one, I, I haven't heard every single song. I think the album I haven't heard anything really from is four. Volume four. I haven't heard very much of it at really? all. Really? Yeah, like like a lot of it at all. You should change that. Uh, I know. I know. I should. <laughs> I just there's I, there's like no reason not to yeah. like not listen to it. I just yeah. haven't. So yeah, but um, I'm glad we did this. This is a good album to do. Yeah, people, people, norm people need. There needs to be an open discussion about this kind of album. Yeah, you know? yeah. It. I don't think it gets quite as much love as it deserves, but no, it's um, definitely not. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a great album for sure. It is, it is. and and um, I'm glad I. You got did you, did you get the um, the uh, re the release? Yeah, yet? I did. did you, uh, it? you got it. Yeah, like I said, it came with um. I, I, see, some of these are coming with like alternate studio tracks, right. stuff like that. Right. I don't think this one had any of that. It just came with like a live album. Mm-hmm. But like I said, that live album is really, really good. good. Well recorded and everything. Nice. Um, yeah, man. I, I yeah, think it's, I... it's fairly cheap on Amazon right now, too. I'm, I, I haven't even say. looked. I, yeah, even I think looked. you can get like the CD version for, I think last time I checked, it was like maybe like 40 something. That's not too bad. No, me. and then the vinyl was like maybe 80. Yeah. Roughly, and it's like you get the, this album, the live album, mm-hmm. like a, a nice hardcover cool, yeah. book. Yeah. Oh, book. And like really? a like it comes that. with like a poster, and I think it comes with a single too. Oh, okay. It, well, that's pretty cool. The singles, the the Am I Going Insane? Oh, never And mind. I think it's Hole in the Sky too. But oh, but yeah. well, I guess one side of that single is gonna get a lot more play than the other one. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, geez. I have it, but I, don't, I honestly what? don't think I've listened to the what single. What a strange combo. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so weird. Okay, whatever. But yeah, man, that's sabotage. Am I going insane? Radio. Radio. Forever, man. Okay, so I guess that's it. Yeah. I guess this has been the um the Dead Wax podcast. Episode uh, what? Oh god, dude, I don't even know, man. What episode? Five, one of the six. Five, four or five of the main. You know what? It's Ooh, whatever number you want it care. to be. You know what? This could be episode one hundred thousand two hundred and twelve. I don't know. That'd be a lot of episodes. That'd be a lot of episodes. You know how long that would take? At least a month. 
And you know what? This By is, that um, point, I hope we've. This is only um, episode three of the main things we've done. We've only really? done Radiohead and the Rolling Stones. And, and we've Queens done record skip. Well, Queen. Well, I'm talking about the main. Oh, okay. Like of okay. the ones things we like. Okay. Uh, record skip has uh, three. Okay. So this out of everything, this is number uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. But just of the main thing, it's three. Yeah, number three. Okay. Good one, a good one to do. I'm glad we did this one. This is a good album, man. Yeah, this is a great album. People need to talk about it more. This needs to be shared around. And so yeah, this has been, I guess, episode three of the main series where we just talk about the albums we like. Um, if you have any like any requests. You can always email us at deadwaxpodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you are an Apple Podcast listener, leave like a rating, star rating. I think you, it, when you leave a rating, you comment too, right? I think so. Yeah. So leave, like, leave one. We want to hear. Make a discussion about this album. Yeah. You know, like people need to hear this album and talk about it more. Uh, if you're a Spotify listener, just keep streaming, save it, um, add it to your liked podcast, follow us on, on Spotify. Um, if you're an anchor listener, probably not a lot of people are. Just keep up with it. I don't even know how anchor works. I think you can follow on there too, but Maybe. I don't think you can rate. But keep listening, share it. Um, we are on Instagram, Dead Wax yes. Podcast. We are on um, Twitter at Dead Wax Podcast, uh, and that's about it. I think there's that's all I have to plug. I don't even know where we're at. Yeah, I kind of manage all that. I think stuff, Facebook too, right? Is no, Facebook? not Facebook. Oh wow, okay. I should get. We should make. Uh, I should get on that yeah. though. Uh, no Patreon yet. Uh, this might be the last episode for until the new until the new year. Uh, until the new year, it might year. be the last episode with like both of us together. Yeah. But I think we're gonna try to do something a little different. Maybe yeah. record some like individual stuff. Yeah. Just to yeah. keep short stuff going. Probably thirty minute yeah. or less stuff. Yeah. You know? I think that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Everyone's we'll busy it, we'll right it, now. We'll keep it we'll moving. Get the holidays coming up. So yeah. we'll keep this, it I, we wanted to do this one before Halloween because I like I said this. Yeah. Is, I feel like this would have been a good fit for like a Halloween episode, mm-hmm. but didn't work out that way. Yeah. It happens. Hey, but the good thing is, you can always go back and next year on and Halloween listen, and listen to this Halloween. one and just pretend yeah. that we recorded it for next Halloween. Yeah. So happy Halloween, or any everybody. Halloween yeah. in the year you know 2032, someone could be listening yeah. to this on Halloween. On Halloween, if so the world hasn't Halloween. exploded by then. That's right. That's right. So uh, yeah, but yeah. I think we'll keep some content going on ah, the page for the next few we'll you know, months till we get get back some sort of track. schedule going again. Yeah, back on track. Yeah. Well. Everybody who's listening right now on the day we release this or around the same time, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful, if we don't see you again, a wonderful holiday season. Um, do not yell at your retail workers if they do not yeah. have the Keurig you want. Yeah, be nice to those people. Be nice to people. They don't want to be there Osborne either. never yelled at a retail worker. Nope. Maybe. I don't know. Probably unless, never. Unless they stole his beer from his fridge, yeah. in which case he might have. Whoever but. stole that needs to give it back to him, too. <laughs> it's been 15 years. Give, give, <laughs> yeah. give, give the man back his beer, please. All right. This has been the Dead Wax Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>